This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, Pat, uh, woke up, saw you tweeting up a little storm this morning. You've, yeah. got your, you've got your finger on the pulse of Randy Dobnak's sinker. I watched two innings of Randy Dobnak yesterday. Don't ask me how, but I did. And uh, uh, I watched two innings of him, and it was the ball. The ball was going whoop, getting that little down and down and end. Uh, right-handed hitters uh, sinker was uh, was well. I never call it exploding, would you? It wasn't an exploding sinker. It never was, but it was a definite sinker, and uh, he was throwing. Mm-hmm. Easy yesterday, easy, and the ball was running, and uh, two two very good innings from the Dobber yesterday. So maybe that nine million dollar investment's going to finally pay off. Uh, of all the odd signings in Twins history, suddenly popping up and feeling the urge to give the Dobber four uh, four years nine million was uh, one of the all timers, and uh, maybe they'll get some usage out of him. Could be, yeah. So uh, just for fun here, I went back, I, I searched on Google here. I'm going to read you two paragraphs from an article that was published on April 7th, 2012. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to fill in a, I'm going to re- replace the name of the player with player A, and you can decide if this is parallel. Fully recovered from off-season nerve realignment surgery in his elbow. This right-hander experienced a bit of a renaissance this spring, which pitcher A credited to Moving to the uh, third base side of the rubber from the first base side, the new release point makes it more difficult for right-handed hitters to pick up the sinker, and more important, it creates less stress on pitcher A's arm, giving him greater peace of mind. Homer Bailey? No, it's 2000, 2012. Nick Blackburn. Nick Blackburn. Yeah, really? Black, Remember Blackburn. when his David Ortiz oh, in the right. spring training game ra- raved about Blackie's tough to pick up this yes. year. What's going on? Yeah. Blackie, you know, the, probably the greatest surprise game ever pitched was him losing one to nothing in the uh, in the uh, two uh who White was times. it? White Jim Tomey Bur- took him deep in the. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't it wasn't Burley. Who was it? Who was it? the the guy was a. Ooh. He, the guy was kind of a White Sox. Oh, uh, John. Uh, John Garland. No. 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 Who was it? It was John uh, Danks. John Danks. Danks. John Danks. Wow. Yes. John Danks. That's a deep White Sox poll. John right. Danks. Who, uh, by the John way, Danks reference. John and, and, Bo- and Bobby Jenks closed that game out for the White Sox. Yes, but uh, yeah, I think Blackburn won nine, didn't he? Did he, he, went, go the uh, he went six and a third. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, one nothing. Tommy hit it into the center field seats in the eighth, maybe eighth or ninth. Wasn't it eighth? It was eighth? the it was the seventh. Yeah. Wow. Seventh. Steel trap memory here. Yeah. Could I thrown yeah. him home from a noodle arm Ken Griffey Jr. from shallow center field because they sent him on one ankle down down <laughs> the third baseline. Yeah, well, Cuddy could have, Cuddy could have screwed it up without the third base coach. <laughs> Cuddy was, a, Cuddy was an underrated, horrible base runner. They were very underrated under. For I love the Cuddy. Cuddy runner. always, if there was a, if there was a runner on second base and he hits a base hit to right field, 
every single time he had to make sure he got caught in a rundown to ensure that that run <laughs> yeah, scored right, from second yeah, base. Right. Even if the guy was going to score standing up, he wanted to get into that rundown. Sacrifice yourself. Yeah, just a little. Oh, Twins really? Hall of Famer. I won't have this for a Twins Hall of Famer. It was an opening day in Comiskey. Remember that? An opening day in Comiskey. He did something incredibly stupid on the bases. I can't remember, but it cost him the ball game. Yeah. And that was in the area when they were winning division titles. And uh, I, I have to look that up. Well, what did he do? He said, I think it was a pop-up, and he went running, and there was three infielders that could have caught it. I don't know what it was, but he, he had some mighty screw-up base runner. That was the game, by the way. Who was our new – the new out – the new outfielder who we had brought in who got hurt running up the steps and played uh, four or five games for the whole year. Who was the outfielder back then? Was it, oh, wait, what year is this again? This is Well, we're in Comiskey. So we're in whatever the new ballpark was sometime in the 2009, eight, nine, something like that. New out. Trying to think of the players they brought in. It was like yeah. Ruben Sierra. No, no, no. Well, I'll have to look that up. We'll we'll answer that. Uh, we'll answer that tomorrow. tomorrow. No, we're gonna. Find we're, find, we're we're pulling so many good facts here. He, was, he was running up the steps and got hurt and ended up playing about popped a calf. Money. He was out longer than cat with the pop calf. <laughs> That's not possible. Yeah. That's not possible, Patrick. If if somebody can come up with that, I'll buy them a beer next time I see them at Target Field. Now I'm just going to. I, I am. I am now just going to be Craig staring Monroe? at Baseball Reference. Craig Monroe? No, no, not Craig Monroe. No. More of an Stairs athlete. Twins outfielder new <laughs> acquisition and see if it pops. It's like running a DMV search. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I'd have to look. I'd have to look back and. We had, we had big hopes for him. He was kind of a leader type, wily veteran, and uh, he was a leader hope. And he popped the popped the muscle running up his when he was coming out to take the field for opening day. Rondell White. Rondell White. Yes, sir. Yes. Rondell White. Rondell. <laughs> How many games did he played his first year with the Twins? Uh, Thirty eight, I think. Or wait, thirty eight. Yes, he was running up his. He was being announced with the. Starting lineup. What oh. year was that? Oh eight. Okay. Oh, oh well. Okay. They signed him in 06, but I just he oh, did come. Six. He did play ninety nine yeah. games, but did he did he hit the injured list right away? Rondell White was uh, really good for a couple years early in Montreal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's he, played, he played through like May in that first year. Maybe it was the second year that he. Man, We're so far down this wormhole now that it, we have yeah, to keep going. One here. of that, one of those, one of those years, he's running up the steps and he got hurt in opening day. I, there I it is. It yep. Okay, it was it was the se- yep. You were right. It's the second, second year. year. It was the second year of Rondell White. He played mm-hmm. the first three games against Baltimore, and then it must have been either that third game or the fourth game, and he was out until August, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yes, running up. The, yeah, now where are my keys? I can remember Rondale White running up yep. the steps. Like, I you don't know where your wallet or your keys are. <laughs> keys are, and I, but I did remember to turn off my cell phone this morning too. So when we this is far more that. important stuff, Pat. Yes. Who cares about your Incredible. keys? Yes. The amount of so, the amount of random dudes they signed between like <laughs> 2005, <laughs> Joe Creedy, Mike Lamb, all these yes. random guys. They're outfielders to, to go back to like the the 90s. Otis Nixon. Isn't Ruben it amazing? Oh, yeah. Isn't it amazing though how back even that recent, which is fairly recent, that's less than 20 years ago, we didn't give a damn 
if a corner outfielder could actually catch the ball, you know, Josh, we have range or anything like that. Nobody, it didn't matter. You know, of course I grew up in the era where you'd put a, you know, you'd put a klutz in right field and a klutz in left field and then tell the center fielder to go catch the ball. That was, uh, you know, the your corner outfielders were not, you know, if you had a good corner outfielder uh, in the field, it was a, it was a, you know, an accident. Like Tony was both. He could, he could play right field too, but it wouldn't have made any difference. <laughs> he still would have played no matter yeah. what, you know, before the DH, especially, you know, yeah. I remember yeah, famously the Cincinnati, now this is really going back, Cincinnati Reds. They had Wally Post in left field and Gus Bell in right field, I believe. And both of them, both of them would walk out there and they'd, they'd, they'd leave their gloves on the line. And when they walked back in, they'd, the gloves would stay out on the, on the, the out corner outfielders left their gloves out on the, sitting just in ball territory. They didn't want to carry him all the way back in and pick him up on the way out. Yes. There was, I think, like, like way back in the day, I think they the outfielders the would just leave him out in the middle Short of the field, would. right? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why was that? Are they afraid they're going to lose him? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. It's more convenient. They didn't weigh that much, you know. So, uh, yeah, they, they they did, though. But I remember famous bad corner outfielders and, and center fielder just don't get everything. You know? so, yeah. Anyway. So, so, uh, so the so the dabber's back is the moral the of, the, the, of the story. The dabber had some stinkage, but he probably have to. He's not <laughs> on the white, not an Iron Man. <laughs> he's not on the forty man. You know, he's. Uh, I, I right. don't believe he's on the forty. You know, man. I, I will say we have we have chided the Twins over the rush to give Randy Dobnak a multi year contract, but really, it's. I think wasn't it like a nine or ten million dollar deal nine in total. Nine million for four years, but it was yeah. But the dabber says. He was getting married. Remember, he was going to the barn to get married with the the, the local girl. They were eliminated that year, so he. I think they. I think they gave him the last weekend off so he could get yeah. married, because he didn't think he was going to be in the big league. <laughs> and they gave him a nine million dollar wedding present, basically. <laughs> it was great. And he hasn't he's been seen over. since, basically. Yeah. 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 That's the twins' way. He's Bill a good Hughes. Guy. Huh? Come on. I, I yeah, said he, it's the twins' way. Well, Hugh, the the Hughes thing was a reward. The yes. the Dobnak thing was a gamble on value. Yes, that if he yes. if he was good, they would only be paying two million dollars a year. And for both him. were really yeah. unnecessary and different administrations, though. Uh, yes, the, the Terry Ryan gave the Hughes the money. Blackie, but Bla- Blackie got the Dobber deal, right? Or was yeah. Blackie more of a reaction to Blackie, Blackie got a, a bargain? You know, they got it was a bargain rate, right? but Blackie. Blackie pitched a lot of games for him, didn't he? He was a horse for like two yeah. years. He was he yeah. like led them in innings and he must have made a hundred starts. The Dobber didn't make a hundred starts, and he? he must have made a hundred being there a hundred starts for the Twins. Nah, probably not a hundred eighty. My my favorite my favorite Blackieism was and and he would he kind of perpetuated this, but it was probably more of a a media thing where he would sometimes be a little too strong out there. That if he had oh, like the extra day of rest, the sinker this. wouldn't sink. Right. Gardy gave us the two straight. It was too strong today. We gotta, next time out, we got to have him throw way more pitches so he can get the sinkage back. You know, work that lather up a few hours before the game. We, so he's we made a mistake last time. We took him out in the seventh. <laughs> you know, he didn't get, he didn't get tired enough. That was a great one. That was a great one. and 
How about dramatic changes in the game of baseball? You got to keep the ball down. You got to keep the ball down. And now you got to keep the ball up. <laughs> you got to you got to get it up. up there. It it is a, it is an amazing uh, amazing everything that we did that they did for my first forty years covering baseball. The computers told them was wrong. And on the hitting side, you know, yes. 15, 20 years ago and all the way further back, it was as a hitter, you're supposed to chop wood, hit yeah. the ball on yeah. a line it's or hard ball, ground right. balls and put yeah. backspin on the ball. And now yeah. it's now <laughs> it is different. <laughs> yeah, well, now they say, yes, Alex Kirilov has a great swing. Fantastic. But he's got back, but he doesn't have doesn't have top spin. So he doesn't get a, you know, he doesn't hit enough home runs. Now Joey Gallo never hits the ball, but he has top spin when he does accidentally yeah. hit the ball. So it is, it is everything, everything that we held sacred is now gone. I'd like to go back and look at my stories I wrote from spring training when I was with the St. Paul paper from, as the beat guy from 74 and 78 and find out none of it's true. <laughs> none of it was what you really wanted a guy to be doing. Mock would hate this stuff. Wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, he sure as hell wouldn't be. He wouldn't be hooking the, uh, he wouldn't be hooking. He wouldn't be hooking Dylan Bundy. If he pitched five scoreless innings on 64 pitches against the terrible, if they, the Mike Troutless California Angels, you know, they're, they're yeah. whatever we call them now, uh, hey, he wouldn't be doing that. Did you guys or, see? So the, the the World Baseball Classics going on here, and yes. uh, early this morning, Italy had a landmark victory, beating Cuba. Italy beat Cuba six yep. to three. What I didn't see until Bob Nightingale tweeted this out: three shutout innings for Italy, pitched by Matt Harvey. Really? Wow. wow. And and what is he? Married to an Italian? He, yeah, he got lunch with an Italian guy one time yeah, when he was right. He, he, his favorite restaurant in New York was it in Little Italy or something. <laughs> he showed him a menu from one of the restaurants in Little Italy. Yeah, you can play for Italy. Apparently, so he said. Uh, my, he said, "My grandfather is part of the reason I'm able to be here. He's getting older, and I know he was up this morning to watch it." So maybe, was his was his grandfather born in Italy, or maybe his grandfather's? Maybe his great grandfather was born in Italy. I don't know, but Cuba lost their first one too to Panama or somebody. They're done. They they they, they really? went. Home. Yeah, they went on too. They lost to another non. No, I don't know who they lost to, but I was surprised that they lost. Hmm. And you know what? They got they got U.S. guys playing on that team now. This they got some big leaguers because before they just send their national team, but I don't know what they're doing now. But they're done. They're uh, they're wait. They so Cuba play. is allowing the de- the players who defected. I, I looked at the box score. For, Netherlands beat them. Netherlands beat them, which is Curacao beat them. <laughs> Curacao basically beat them, and uh, and uh, I looked at the box score and it looked like four or five guys that uh, they're big leaguers now. But I, Moncada was there. Maybe it's a different Moncada. I don't know. But he no, because hmm. I think I saw. I think Cespedes was there too. Yeah, that's right. So him yeah, a couple yeah, other. They, games, so. they definitely did allow guys who defected to play for him. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, yeah, they didn't do them any. That's what they get for letting us soft capitalists play instead of letting their old team play. Damn it, they screwed up. They did. That's what they get for being. Uh, maybe they didn't. Maybe they weren't willing to send a team, and we they had to slap a Cuban team together with, uh, you know, U.S. U.S. players. I don't, I don't know so how. Is this a qualifying round then? Well, is no. That... This is the tournament. There's 16 teams. This is okay. the tournament. But they're, I, they're playing, I think they're playing one of their first-rounders in Korea and another first-rounder in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And then there's then there's one in Arizona and one in Florida, which hasn't started yet. But, but it is, you know, I have no interest in it. I could care less. But, the like the rest of America. But, uh, but they got a really good U.S. team this year. The pitching isn't the greatest, but they, the lineup is, is outstanding. Yeah. We'll it's the, it's such a crapshoot. You're trying to cram a an international baseball tournament into like a three week window and in spring while training, the, and while the pitchers are getting ready for the season, so they're not going to go more than two three innings. So, Jose yeah. well, Barrios so, uh, is pitching though. Quite a few of the, you know, quite a few of the Puerto Ricans are pitching and the Dominicans, and they, the teams are good. I just I don't think there's any anywhere in the calendar that they could do this to make it interesting to you. I mean, it well, would be the winner, but the guys don't want to give up their, you know, they don't want to get up. You know, they've just played a long season. What are you going to do? You'd have to, you'd have to do it in the middle of the season, right? You'd have to carve out like, you'd have to stop the season for holy, three months or something. Holy soccer. Well, not three months, but three, or three weeks, two, whatever. Yeah. Only soccer will do that. So we can play Mexico, but uh, play teams from Mexico for five weeks or something. But uh, I don't know. The thing that the time to play it is, you know, November, December. But guy, you can't have guys play through the World Series and then say, hey, come on and play another, you know, pitch another 25 innings or something. So There's I, enough it, baseball played. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work, but they're going to keep trying, I guess. I, I, they got some sponsors, so they're going to keep trying. But I bet the TV ratings are zilch once they start playing. Anyway. There's enough baseball, Pat. There's enough basketball. There's enough hockey. We don't need more tournaments. Boy, uh, spring training. What what are we now? We only have a couple weeks left, right? But we're about halfway through, right? We're about halfway through, yeah, because the, the, we got about three, week, three weeks left. Yep. We still don't have anybody play more than two at-bats. Anybody that counts is playing more than two at bats, and nobody pitches. And are we still optimistic about it. Alex Kirilov? By the way, at this point, I don't think uh, he's. Uh... Yeah, they keep saying uh, BS, but he's he started taking live batting practice. But he's not. There's not one chance in a hundred he's going to start the season on the opening day roster. I don't think, even though they have it. That's why Gallo's playing first base now, as predicted. I got all kinds of uh, reps when I said they, you know, that he was going to be a fir- the first baseman, and uh, you know, he's an outfielder. He's in here. We call play. those the that's the twins take police that kind of roves right around now. Twitter yeah. and social yeah. media. That's he's, the wrong take. We we once yeah. had Matthew Collar once four years ago went on went on the the radio and said correctly in retrospect, Miguel Sano is a bad baseball player. Yes. He hits home runs, but he's not good at baseball. Like literally, I got an, I won't say who it was, but I got an email from someone in the twins blogosphere demanding that he be fired for that take. (laughs) 
now, poor, hey, by the way, did you see the Miguel story down there, which really his estranged father murdered a uh, his live-in younger girlfriend. But Miguel, uh, now, according to Miguel, he's had no relationship with this guy. He just knocked up bomb and uh, and went about his life, and he's had no relationship with him. But uh, I, I don't know what. He still hasn't signed anywhere. Nobody's nobody's given him a job. So no, he's gonna he'll go to the KBO or something, right? Go if he yeah, go to the KBO, go hit thirty five bombs. You gotta go now, though, don't you? They're they're having spring training too. Where where you know how, how much longer can he wait? I don't is know. He, okay, is there a chance he's done? I think that everybody who watched him in the last. Well, at least last year, he didn't play enough to see a lot of them. But everybody who's seen him now say he just can't hit. And he can hit modern pitching, but he should be able to get around on the KBO, shouldn't he? Why doesn't he take the oh, money? Maybe, maybe he yes. just doesn't want to go. Maybe he feels like he has enough money. But uh, I think the question is, is, is he broke or not? Yeah. yeah if he's well, broke, he'll play. Yeah, I don't think he's broke yet. But, uh, he's made worked. 34 he's million playing baseball, which yeah, may so. seem like a lot, but if you if you go well, little, if you go a little crazy yeah. there, he got 3.15 to sign, and that was gone in about two years. So uh, yeah, he was broke then. So yeah. well, it is too bad. He's I don't think he was uh, I don't think he's an evil guy or anything. I think he was you know all his teammates seemed to like him and everything and. I have I have no resentments towards him, even though the last time I tried to talk to him, he questioned uh, numerous things about my um, my character. I think uh, that some of the which would be considered offensive in the modern uh, in in modern times. You know, and I think I think something had to do with sexual preference, but I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, because mm. it was sounds like a classy uh, guy. Anyway, you just like, he berates you and you had to turn to someone and say, could you trans? could you translate? <laughs> they say, Hey Elvis, get, get over here to St. Paul. Well, I, could you? I was in St. Paul. I tried to stop him when he was heading into the locker room and he didn't stop. And then I sent Sean Aronson in oh. to see if he talked to me and Sean came back and reported. No. <laughs> and, and, that sounds like Sean. No, in uncertain terms. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sean. Yeah. But here's what he said it. about you, Pat. God, I love it. <laughs> He's, he used some Spanish phrases that I don't think were complimentary. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe having relations with donkeys or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, that's uh, all. Yeah, that's you know, relations. Yeah. Like, anyway. Amazing. All right, Pat, we will uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning again, sir. Okay. All right, uh, come on, Kirill. Don't have an ACL here. That would uh, that would put a, the boys are tied for first place in the Central. They're one out of first in the West, but they need Kurisov. That's my theory. That's my well, hockey. That's take. a good hockey take, Mister Puck. John right. Gilbert would be proud. See you, Royce. <laughs> All right, see you, All right, see you Pat. All right, Royce Unchained. Score North YouTube channel. Royce Unchained podcast feeds. See you.